0: Let's go, let's go, let's go. I'll say it again for the hater. Let's go. It's a show. It is a Thursday. Where'd this week go? It's amazing what happens, Josh, whenever I have to put in a full five days during the week, huh? We are on the road as we are every single Thursday here on The Ref. We're at Kaven's Group. Gary and his crew, group.com 405-573-3048. Fire damage, storm damage. Chris is busting it, putting roofs on, weather's getting where they can actually get on roofs and not have to oh gosh, it's so hot. We we're talking about it last week with Gary and some of the you know some of the roofers having to wait until it cools down a little bit. But now is that time to make sure they can check everything. For you on that front, four oh five five seven three three zero four eight. Gutters around that as well. We'll talk to Gary later on in the program. What's up, Josh? How are you on this
1: Thursday? Good morning. Good morning, my friend. I'm doing well. And how was the
0: Wednesday night? It was good. You know, Wednesday nights become one of my favorite nights of the week, but it was also kind of a blur because we're in the routine now, Josh. We're in the routine to where Kids get home from school. Homework is, is next. I, you know, got either podcasts or radio responsibilities. And, you know, it's just, it's, everything is now scheduled. I like it. It feels a little bit more normal for me with the girls back to school. But it was also one of those things when we got back from our, our Wednesday night, I literally, I, I blinked and it was over. It's like, kids getting cleaned up, kids in bed. Next thing I know, I'm in bed. So maybe a little over rested, extra stimulated today. In fact, I didn't get to catch up on all the Twitter drama from last night until I woke up this morning. That's how early I went to bed last night. So kids are back in school. It is the great. It is. I don't know if you can tell in my voice, Josh. It's just it's another world of relaxation, calm. Uh, I've, I've decided that teachers should now be the highest paid profession in the entire world. I feel like it should go teachers then doctors then lawyers. I just I that's that's my new determination because I want to start school year round. I think it'd be great. Not a fan of it whenever I was in school as an adult year round school sounds pretty pretty awesome. So I guess my point is I'm pretty much a zip zero zilch from any of the fun activity that happened not just on social media last night but also Josh Helmer in the sports world. Because I know that we've reached that level of weight for the start of the NFL and college football season whenever you're having people that are overly, um, what's the best way to put it, physically ill at the idea that an NFL team is going to play a, its starters for a quarter and a half. My goodness, Buffalo Bills fans, calm down. A, everyone complains about wanting to see their starters play more. And then whenever a coach comes out, it's like, you know, we're probably going to play for a quarter, maybe a half. Then everyone freaks out. Oh, they might get hurt. So I feel like we've reached that point to where even – I mean, we're going to get to a lot of stuff here from Sooner Camp. But I kind of feel like we've reached that point of, all right, unless you're going to be that guy that completely and totally overreacts to everything that you've seen in the preseason – we are really in, A, is everybody healthy, and B, well, I guess we'll have to see mode, right? I mean, you can have all these hot takes and you can have all these opinions and you can watch an exhibition slash preseason game and come away from it. But in reality, as long as you stay healthy, right, you're good. And then, well, are you good? Well, number two, we'll see. And I kind of feel like that's the mode we're in right now as we get closer to kickoff. All the camp reports are great, and we've got stuff coming up uh, presented by Neutral Vodka Seltzer. All the recruiting stuff is fun because it's nonstop. It never sleeps. But as far as true, pure analysis and true, pure takeaways from every, I'm not just talking college football, guys. I'm not talking OU. I'm talking NFL, too, even with now a second exhibition game coming up this weekend. I just kind of feel like as long as you're healthy, then really, we're we're in. All right, we, we, we've had an, an, all, an entire offseason to have these debates. Let's see what it looks like when they finally get on the field in the regular season.
1: Yeah, you're so close now that it doesn't feel like hot take season anymore, right. right? It's just, hey, let's stay
0: healthy and let's play football. I don't need you to tell me how great a player is going to be. I don't need you to break down how incredible the moves are that were made were or where it puts x y and z team i'm talking nfl specifically i'm about three weeks away from Nellon. and then whenever i see it it's going to be like i need another three weeks especially in the nfl (laughs) i mean i know that's not the best way to approach sports talk radio or the best way to approach debate tv but that's kind of where i am josh and you know that even trickles down to to ou and I say all that, and we're going to have a conversation about some of the stories out of camp that have really caught your eye or maybe some of the buzz that's building that you're getting excited about. So I'm maybe playing into that a little bit. But in it, it's just we can have all these takes and we can have all these perspectives, but we're literally – what's the – I don't have the countdown clock in front of me. I mean, 16. we're under we're, – we're, we're at, you know, just like that, that, two weeks. Two weeks game week is – Game week is, is what nine days away. So at least for OU. It's less than that for others because of week quote unquote zero. I think I've reached a point and I need to see some real football, Josh. The exhibition stuff was fun and watching the preseason, I sat and watched the I watched the the Saints and the Chiefs and I watched the Raiders and the 49ers. Uh, NFL Network is constantly on if I'm not watching baseball with the re of all the games, you know, I've, I've heard all the, I've watched the ACC network and it's camp tours. And I was watching some of the SEC network, but I mean, I hope everyone just realizes we're playing, we're along for the ride and we got to play the game. But my God, Josh, I am so ready to see how some of these new players storylines angles across both leagues, college and pro there's so many incredible storylines. I can't wait to see how they pan out.
1: You and me both, we are uh, so close. It's uh, pretty exciting.
0: Son of a bitch. Let's go. Um, So with that in mind, I have a very crunchy topic today. So as I gave gave that whole disclaimer of all the things that I'm pushing back against and all the things that I, I don't really know if we can quantify, I have a very simple question today. And I'd love to hear from you on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. It's the best way and easiest way to get in touch with the show. You can pick up the phone and call Josh, 405-329-9000. And that is the Riverwind Casino Jackpot line, 405-329-9000. Or you can find us on Twitter, at Plank Show, at Josh on ref, at KREF Sports. Josh, of all the storylines... Right. I think we've started to, and I'm going to bullet point them, right. I'm just, we're, we're going to go through in our next segment and bullet point kind of everything that started to, when I say matriculate out again, I feel like I'm Bill Conley kind of showing my work in the SP rankings. It's like, show your work. This is a collaboration of team source notes, podcast takes, um, different practice, notepads, media avails and listening to these guys and just trying to glom as much information as we can for this show so that's that's the work behind it that's how we we get to these notes and these tidbits and at least these storylines with the question of the day what to you is the most promising or concerning tidbit note can't buzz story that's out there i asked toby now i didn't realize we only had like 30 seconds left in the show because (laughs) i'm sorry you can't hear the music when you're on the road just a little side story For the crossover, so my bad. Toby brought up what he's hearing, what we've seen from Andrell Anthony and Jaquez Petaway. And when you know you need, at the receiver position, a playmaker to step up, I feel like that even though Ted wasn't necessarily too hyped on some of the things that he'd seen offensively in that second scrimmage this week, but in Anthony and Petaway, it seems as if Josh – those are two dudes that we have consistently heard about having really good camps. And if you want to add a third, you would throw Gavin Freeman in that mix as well.
1: Sure. Yeah, Gavin Freeman has definitely had some buzz. Uh, John Quest Petaway, when the offensive coordinator reacts the way that he does at <laughs> Sooner Media Day, I mean, obviously, uh, th- that's a positive sign. Uh, defensively, I feel like uh, a couple of the young defensive backs, the the Wagners of the world, have have mm-hmm. generated a little buzz. Uh, you know, other storylines, Stutzman's continued growth and Canick next to him. So there's a bunch. But, yeah, I mean, Petaway's a nice
0: little start. Yeah. And it's funny because you know, I happen to pull up – because you and I look a lot at that R-Lads depth chart, right? And they've got – let's see, four 8 – they've got 11 receivers listed. And of those 11 receivers – I don't believe anyone is doubled up, right, as a backup to another position. But I feel like in every conversation I have about receiver, Josh, there is one name that I don't mention because, as I've said, bro, I got to type, right? If you're a wide receiver and you've got the measurables of Jaden Gibson or Nick Anderson, in my mind, you're going to be a rock star. If you get up to 6'4", 6'5", let's see, what are they? Well, they last had Jaden Gibson listed at 193. So, if you can get up to two bills, Jaden, that's that's my dream. That's my guy. Aesthetically, Josh, that's my dude. But I don't bring up Brennan Thompson enough. aesthetically, not my guy, right? <laughs> Smaller, five foot nine. Not the not the profile. <laughs> not, not my profile. Not my guy. But five nine one fifty five, and not to make this show just about height and weight. But I feel like whenever I start talking about the receiver groups, that is a name that I always fail to mention. Now, I don't know if it's because I haven't heard much about him. Because, again, like I said, this is the eye test from the few things that we've seen and the limited amount of time that we've had. And it's also just in hearing different names that have been mentioned or brought up or talked about And I just feel like that's a name, at least in some of the things, Josh, I haven't heard a ton about. But when the season comes around, you bet he's going to be a guy that they're going to find a way to get the ball in the hands of because of the explosive capability and potential that he has. So Anthony Padaway, submission number one for Toby Rowland. Now, when we come back, we'll go through some of those storylines and some of those angles, some of those things that have been – constantly talked about coming out of camp we also still we've gotten more audio to get to we heard more than we got to play from uh i almost said reggie hammond again if i say reggie hammond again josh you could go ahead and just have my job when i start talking about reggie pearson and i bring up eddie murphy's character reggie hammond from 48 hours i don't know why i never called reggie grimes reggie hammond But for some reason, it's got stuck in my head. Drake came in studio yesterday. He's like, you got to get that out of your head before the season starts. I I, I know. (laughs) I know. Don't talk about it. Drake, get out of there. Drake, Drake, what are you doing? Don't bring attention to this issue. I've got more Reggie Pearson to get to. Uh, I've got more Peyton Bowen. We've got a lot. Jackson Arnold spoke with the media the other day. So there is a lot to get to on that front for the program. But I would love to hear from you as this show progresses on a – on a Thursday, storylines, angles, perspectives that have really, really caught your ear or eye. Get you excited or concerned. Let's. You want to go a little neg- negative Nelly when we come back? Sure. Let me give you one that seems to concern me a little bit, but with a caveat. We'll dive into it next on a football-filled Thursday edition, live from Caven's group on the Plank Show. All right. It is... A Cavens kind of a Thursday. Interesting story that just dropped on the athletic Josh Helmer. And we'll get to some more camp talk here in seconds. Uh, Nicole Arbach reporting that the SEC and Big Ten relationship is better than it's ever been. I wasn't aware of how icy and dicey it was. But with the future of college football, would you say college athletics or should I just keep it a college football being tied to the Big Ten of the SEC?
1: Uh, you could probably just say college
0: football. Okay. But college future, athletics, I mean all of yeah. that. Future of college football so much, you know, in the in in the balance, it appears as if Tony Petiti the new commissioner of the big 10 has made it a point to strengthen a relationship with the sec and its commissioner, Greg Sankey that has been problematic with the previous two big 10 commissioners. And the person that pushed Tony Petiti to do that, Gene Smith, the athletic director at Ohio state. Hmm. Hmm. I know it's hard enough in the in the SEC and the Big Ten. Well, maybe more so in the SEC with their conference schedules. But I I wouldn't mind a partnership to where you could have a few more of those non-con games. I'm here for it. Here's one here's one quick paragraph from this and we'll get to Kelly's call. Because I know Kelly's fired up. It's no secret, writes Nicole Arbach, that relations between SEC and Big Ten leadership have been strained in recent years. But that changed in April... When the Big Ten hired Petiti. In the months since, Greg Sankey and Tony Petiti have met privately one-on-one and with their peers at commissioner's meetings. They text regularly. Whatever angst and tension previously existed between the conferences appears to be thawing. You know what that is good news for? Beyond my hope on a scheduling front? That's probably pretty good news for those of you that just want to see some sort of SEC Big Ten and throw Notre Dame and a couple of ACC teams in their formation of a higher level of college football, right? If you can get – our different level, I should say. If you can start getting the SEC and the Big Ten work together – oh, it's incredibly nerdy, Josh. This is nerd talk. But if you can get those two sides working together, look out. Because – Was it the formation of the Alliance or whatever it was that failed miserably? Wasn't it specifically formed by the then three power conferences to try to slow down the playoff process and give a big middle finger to the SEC? How'd that work out?
1: That's right. Yeah, it was formed by everybody, all the other power conferences, not named the Big 12, who, uh, you know, was not deemed important enough to be a part of any alliance. And uh, yeah, the Big Ten was one of the the ringleaders there, obviously, until uh, then they went and poached the two biggest brands of the the Pac-12. So this just feels like a couple of rich guys sitting around having drinks. Hey, you know what? We got more in common than we thought. Maybe we should go into business
0: together. Gosh, you've got, look at your laundry list of teams you got now, huh? Look at you now, right? All of a sudden it's, what do you think about this? Gosh, I want to be that someday. What are you doing today, Plank? I'm being rich. I'm going <laughs> to go talk to another rich guy on the phone. <laughs> making making moves with other rich people. Yeah, that's just what I'm going to do today. How'd you get rich? Don't know I'm a rich guy. Uh Kelly, 405-329-9000. I know Kelly's fired up. And it's introducing us. I think, if I understand correctly, with what Josh said, you wanted to talk about, to a topic that we're going to get to, haven't brought up yet, but this is a great way to start. Good morning, Kelly. Welcome to the ref.
2: Morning, Plank. Um, It could have waited. I didn't mean to. um, No, no, no. It didn't need to wait.
0: No, no, Kelly. This didn't need to wait. This is a fantastic time to start talking about the comments from Kenny Gajewski. Could not agree more.
2: Okay. I don't know what they're drinking in Stillwater that makes these head coaches completely lose their minds and be disrespectful and spew this, um, God, I don't even, it's not hatred, but it it, it must Mm -hmm. be hard on them to know that they'll always be little brother and they're going to consistently lose to big brother. But to have a grown man come out and, and what he said was, my only disappointment for Kelly is that she went to OU because now she's lost everything here she's ever done. And as long as I'm here, it'll be hard for her to come back. That's just the way it is. That is the most unprofessional comment a head coach has ever made at any time. So does that mean he doesn't get to come back to Oklahoma because he left and betrayed? Aspen went to Oklahoma State. Does he have to give up his national championship from nineteen ninety four?
0: Might be fair. Might be fair. Let me let me pose this to you as well, Kelly. We've all been frustrated about people leaving. We've all been disappointed about it. And the Caleb Williams obviously conversation came with a completely different caveat, right? That was right. the fans, though, and a coach leaving. Absolutely yeah. nobody associated with Oklahoma. Or the football team has made it a point to go out and lambast Caleb. Uh, No one with his softball team or with the university has said anything about Jordy Ball. This is somebody affiliated with the university. This is the coach of the team. This isn't some mad fan on Twitter. That's a completely different
2: world. The head coach. Someone that should know better. Someone that should have some sense of, hey, I might think it, but I shouldn't say it. It's just and to release that statement. So he he contemplated it. He thought about it. He didn't just you know spit it out. He thought about it before he said it. But I don't understand why he would negate everything that that girl did for that university. Because if it hadn't have been for her, they would not have been in the College World Series the last two years. So and you're right. I've never heard Brent say anything. The only thing I ever heard anybody say. About Lincoln Riley, and it wasn't directed towards Lincoln. Was when Bob said, "There's no one bigger than this program." That's it. And uh, it just irritates me, and I feel bad for her because she's she's taking the high road. You don't have you, have you heard her say anything? She didn't even make an official announcement. She just changed no, her Instagram bio. No, <laughs> no. And you know what, Kenny? If you don't like it, get better, and then maybe they they won't leave you. So anyway, that was. Um, thanks for letting me. Get um, out. share my thoughts because that, that just irritated me. I just thought that was a horrible way to treat an athlete.
0: Appreciate the phone call, Kelly. Take She's care. A rock star. Bye. I tell you what, dude, I'm telling you what Kelly's making her move up the depth chart. That's some fire. I jumped on the text line real quick at four Oh five, six, five, one, three, four, three, nine. And I, and I do agree with this. The entire Kenny Gajewski, Kelly Maxwell thing is ridiculous. I feel like time heals all wounds, so I feel like everyone needs to chill out. I agree. But for now, this doesn't, that doesn't make for good radio. What does Arnie always like to tell me, Josh? The shows today? Shows today. I don't think. I don't think you should talk about a player who left your program. Unless it's in glowing terms, especially whenever you, every, everyone in sports at every school uses the portal. I completely understand the frustration completely do, but that's, I wouldn't be happy with someone that left. Oak I mean, guys, I'm not happy. Jordy ball left. I'm not happy. Jordy ball left, but My God, I loved her to death and I love her as a person and I want her to have a great life and I want her to be happy and I'm grateful for what she accomplished at Oklahoma. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Oh, she's ruined it all because she went to Nebraska. I mean, to say someone ruined it all when they led you to the World Series and on the cusp of a championship series is... That's pretty cold-blooded, man. That's pretty, pretty cold-blooded. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, a lot of you have have pointed it out from the 918. Uh, Kenny G didn't seem to have a problem with Alex Waitman transferring from Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. No. You want to get a few? There's a lot of texts on this. You want to get a few of these before I uh, get a couple disappointing tidbits? Yes. How about this?
1: How about this out of the 580? Go ahead. I think everyone's taking it wrong. Sounds like to me he's sad because he knows Oklahoma State fans will hold this against her and not welcome her back.
0: Right, but don't – okay, this this gets to one of my hot takes. This gets to one of my hot takes. It's really the tone set by the coach or the players. Everyone was beyond re, re hurt when Kevin Durant left. But this is a take. Not a hill I'm ready to die on. But I felt like as heartbroken and hurt and mad that day, what now, eight years ago, as everyone was, July 5th, if Russell Westbrook would have come out and said, I really like Kevin and I am I hope he has great success wherever he goes, we're going to do our best to win here. But that was one heck of a run. If people came out and said, hey, listen, I know people are mad, but – what he did for us is going to be unquestioned. He took a program that didn't even – he took a city that didn't even have an NBA team, and he put it on the map. We love Kevin Durant. Uh, we're grateful for what he did for this city. I feel like if that would have been a take, there still would have been incredible national retribution against him, right? But your current players and coaches and leadership kind of lead the charge in what that tone is going to be. What did Russ do? Call him a cupcake Clowned on him, laughed at him the whole time. So it really set the tone. It's was like, yeah, man, bleep you. I agree with that previous texter. But I also, Josh Helmer, I also think it's on that coach to set the tone. And if that's what he was trying to do, you're right. There's a lot that gets lost in translation. There's a lot that gets lost from Twitter to Uh, a live appearance to Facebook, to this radio show. It's, it's easy. It's like, what, what do we used to call the phone, a friend, right? That can happen. But if that's the case, and if that's what he meant, then I would assume he would be pretty quick to say something here. Right. I mean, it'd be a pretty quick response to be like, yeah, no, I see the way that this is being taken. And I want to make this very clear.
1: Well, and I think that probably he should walk this back just from, and I'm not typically in the, Hey, walk comments back mindset but for his behalf I just think from a recruiting standpoint it looks so bad for Oklahoma State that that he might have to consider taking the approach that hey this was sort of misconstrued or you know what I, I didn't say this the way that I really wanted to say it I, I do agree a little bit with uh, with this sentiment from from uh Sanberto sooner sooner who says people want coaches and players to be transparent then they complain when they're trans- transparent pick a lane so hey you know at any rate, I guess he's honest about it. I just think that, to me, like what you said about Russell Westbrook is right, and yet the difference to me would be, you know, you don't have a general manager, you don't have Presty coming out right. blasting Kevin Durant. It's just the head coach. You don't expect to take this approach or to make those comments. So I, I think that public relations wise, it was a big time mistake. You know,
0: this is really good too from the nine one eight, and then um, I'll tell. I, that hit during our show yesterday, that started making the rounds. Perfect, Gary. Per- I love the Sports Center. If you have Get Up on in here, I- I'm okay. First take, I might cuss, but I'm kidding. I have not had <laughs> a story that generated more random people reaching out to me asking if it was real or if it was made up than that. It was, it was a little crazy yesterday, a little crazy, but. This is good for the nine one eight. That's the difference between classy and trashy. How Gasso spoke about J.B. and how Kenny Gajewski spoke about K.M. J.B. being Jordy Ball, K.M. being Kelly Maxwell. And Kelly Maxwell was at Oklahoma State longer when Jordy Ball was at OU. <laughs> I I have a coaching handbook that I'm going to be putting together, Josh, and I, it's it's available for nine ninety nine. Uh, nine uh, nine 99 softback, nineteen ninety nine hardback. Because anytime my family orders anything off Amazon, I'm like, where'd you get that? It was either nine ninety nine or nineteen ninety nine. Apparently, that's the only price of anything that's ordered from my family off of Amazon. But in my coaching handbook that I will be selling, there's a chapter on how to handle players that left, and it's very it's 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 one page and it's a statement that you can copy verbatim. You ready? We are grateful for what blank... Hold on. There's three different ones, too. Uh, There's one for when you're mad that they left. There's one for when you're really mad that they left. And then there's one for where you're okay that they left. And oh, guess what? They're all the same thing. We're so happy for what X was able to provide to this school, to this program, to this university to our fan base we are grateful for what they provided and will be eternally thankful for their contributions to the program thank you you'll always be welcome back best of luck in your next endeavor there you go that's it you're welcome you want to hear the uh, coach's quote on nil this is also this is page 12 of the handbook the NIL conversation is, I'm all about my players getting the most money possible. Right. As long as long as it's above board, as long as it doesn't affect their eligibility, and as long as they're working with people that have their best interest in mind. There you go. There's the uh, quote from NIL. Too. You know,
1: it, uh, is there any part of this to where Kenny Gajewski got a little sped up? I mean, he's not the greatest uh, public speaker of all time. I hope so. That's why, like, I wonder if he's going to backtrack a little bit. But it it reads so much, too, like, you know, it's a night with Oklahoma State. He's trying to drum up support and say something that the crowd wants him to say. And, you know, really, he could have generated basically the exact same reaction plank by saying, we are so thankful for everything Kelly accomplished. It will never be taken away yeah. here in Stillwater. I just wish she'd gone anywhere else on planet Earth. <laughs> right, exactly. You know that what I mean? That would have been funny. Like that's, <laughs> That would have been funny. Right. That That's the exact
0: thing you're going for, and right. yet it doesn't leave anybody upside. And I, by the way, I just want to step in and say, I have no problem with being mad. You should be. You should be. And this... This is a really good tech. we got to break. Look, see, I told you, I, once Kelly popped the top off this champagne bottle, I knew we were going to be just partying the rest of the day. Jordy Ball, however, didn't go to the best team in the nation, not defending Kenny, but this is a little different. You're right. I'm using those as just different ways in which people reacted. You're 100% right. But I'm here to tell you right now, bro, there were some really mad people that Jordy left. Really, really mad in the way that it was handled, and in how it went down. But did you see anyone go out and say something like that? That's my point. That's my point. Is, you be angry, but do I need to go back to the playbook real quick? Nine ninety nine. You can get it at bankofplank.com. All right, when we come back, um, obviously this has become a hot topic, so we'll hit more of your texts, the comments from Kenny Gajewski about Kelly Maxwell leaving. If you haven't heard him yet, we'll reset him for you. And I still owe you that area of concern because we are diving into Camp Buzz slash storylines, and one of the major topics on the show today is going to be what's a storyline that's really caught your eye, excited you, what's one that's concerned you, what's a name or two that have stepped out. Camp Buzz talk coming up on a busy Thursday from Cavens uh, Group right here on the route. Uh, do you want your your choice here, Josh? Do you want to hit the phones? At 405 3299,000 in the Riverwind Casino jackpot line? Or would you like to continue on to the excitement that is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line? Your call.
1: Uh, let's, let's rip through a couple of phone calls. Uh, proceed with caution. Okay. All right.
0: Uh, Coach T. Good morning, Coach T. What's going on, man? Welcome to the show. Hello, Chris. How are you, Coach T? Well, I was pretty good until yesterday. Uh-oh, what happened?
3: Well, this, this deal at OSU. Ah. And first thing is, this uh, president of their school needs to keep her mouth shut about OU. All she's done is cut OU down by going to SEC, and now it's on this Maxwell, and she gets a degree there. But she ain't welcome back. I mean, she spent a lot of money at OSU and got a big-time degree from OSU. But she's not welcome back. And then Mr. Gajewski, you know, I, I, I didn't coach college. I coached 24 years of high school because I didn't have the breaks you got because you got a break because you had Mr. Walton help you That's right. get this OSU job. And without him, you ain't nowhere. And I'll tell you what, there's coaches out here, Mr. McSpadden from OCU run rings again, Kenny Gajewski. He's got about eight or nine national titles. Jerry Bates from Tuttle had 1,700 wins. They're better coach than Kenny Gieschi. Well, But you don't throw it. your players under the bus just because she went somewhere else. If it wasn't for Maxwell, they're not in the World Series. And that's just horrible. I think it's terrible. We all lose players. We lose players in high school that move and stuff. But you don't throw them under the bus. He made a bad statement. And a lot of parents out here are going to know what he said. And I wouldn't want my daughter to play for him. And, you know, the petty girl from Moore, he threw her under the bus about a year ago or two years ago. Sticks her in right field. She makes two errors. Never played right field all year and does it in the World Series. And they lose to Texas. And she left, too. She went to LSU. I guess she's not welcome back to OSU, either, because she don't like guys either. And she was a good player out of Moore, out of Southmore. So I have no respect for this guy. And, boy, he's opened up a can of worms, especially when they come to Norman next year. And I can't wait to be there. Thanks for the call, Another Coach. Than that, that is about it. I'm just really upset at them. And uh, I don't like the coach at uh, Texas. But he sure ain't said nothing like that. And I know he thinks he's big dog daddy. But, you know, where did you start your career at? I think it was at OU. And I think OU welcomes you back for that national title team. But uh, you know if they don't, hey, I don't care if he ever comes back to OU again. I don't see this guy because he's, to me, a piece of garbage now.
0: And have a good day, Chris. Love you. Bye. See Coach T. Wow, we are. Yeah, I see 5808. (laughs) Good point. I was waiting for some sort of blast where I was like, we may have to dump coach T. We may have to dump coach T. <laughs> Just be ready. <laughs> be ready. Hey, I, can I read this text before we get to BFC? Yes, you may. It's from the this is from the 405. and I like, oh, oh, it's Quinn. <laughs> I'm Camp Gajewski on this one, guys. I love human emotion. He doesn't have to be happy to appease his alma mater. The only thing irking me is how our fan base has melted down over the quote. Sooner Nation, I want you to be aware that Kelly Maxwell hasn't lost a blink of sleep over it. She transferred to the greatest softball program in history, not last chance you. <laughs> I think that's part of the frustration, though, because it's like, what, you gonna get mad at her for joining this side? Come on, man. Uh BFC, you get the last word of this segment. What's going on, Bob? How are you? Well,
4: what an honor to follow the legendary Coach T. Hey, so uh the uh the old coach uh coach Bates at Tuttle, his son Jeremy Bates, uh is coaching at Lata now, the softball program there, doing a tremendous job, just had a huge victory. Last weekend won a tournament, so congratulations to my good friend Jeremy Bates. I've been doing this since 1982 as a professional radio caller. Do not think I don't do my homework before I come on with a national radio host like you, Chris Plank. Let me apologize first of all for my usual, usually golden throat and pipes, but I've either got COVID or syphilis going on right now. Okay, now (laughs) it's quite a dramatic shift. I had the jab and uh, my hot doc told me to get the jab. Teddy Lehman, the great former tackle football player and now broadcaster, and I have the same hot doc. The way I chose my hot doc, Miss Cement and I needed a new doc. I told Ms. Cement, here's the way I'm going to choose our new doc. I'm going to look up online and find the hottest chick. Doesn't matter what her credentials are. That's how I'm going to choose our doc. True story, ask Teddy. That's how I did it. Okay. Anyway, getting back to this this Gayaski guy, he is on a and has been on a OU baseball player text thread with the guys for years. I wonder how the people at Okie State feel about that. A lot of people may not know that. Has been for years. So maybe the people at Okie State need to know about that. So, anyway, this Kerry Murdoch and the kid that works for your station there. By the way, the kid seems like a nice guy, you know, young kid. Okay, every now and then, he's got to hit water when he jumps out of a boat, though, on a big story. Holy cow. I love this controversy, though. This is great. I haven't seen controversy in this market since young Toby Rowland banned me from his radio show. After trying to gang save me, it was some sort of Nazarene backstab deal. But anyway, that was pretty controversial when he went down and whittled his uh, Twitter followers down to 100. So uh, I haven't seen controversy like that. So very interesting. The, the recruiting deal with these clowns, though, it, it, it has always been interesting. So back in 1985, 86, before the Internet, I knew some guys that would call the onion ring guy James Hale. And they would just make up people's names, fictitious names of players in Texas in schools. And the onion ring guy would say what schools they were being recruited by, what their 40 times were, and their bench press and stuff. It was hilarious. So, you know, take these recruiting guys with a grain of sand, except for my boy, uh, Kerry Murdoch. I really think he's done a good job for a long time. So, um Hey, now one positive thing I want to say about, I've got the app, I love the app with KREF, okay? But one positive thing for you guys, big-time right. guys like you that take phone calls at KREF, when you're losing this FM signal, you're never on the few times that your station does take live phone calls now you're never going to have to say like we used to in the old days hey turn your radio down that's right you're not going to have to do no not, not going to have to do that anymore so i think that is great what do you think blank
0: i appreciate your phone call bfc have a great day love you in the lord i'm bob from cement it's time for me to fly site follow me on twitter at bob from cement this is a reminder um, because there is some uncertainty about it. We're still on 1,499.3 FM. We're still on 1430 in Tulsa, so we're not going anywhere off the radio dial. So that will still be a concern. 94-7, just uh two-year deal. Decided that, you know, they were more in line with uh, Kenny Gajewski's way of thinking, and they were – no, I'm just kidding. nice no, it's great people over at I Heart. I worked there for 18 years of my life, but – I was the the person whose jaw dropped in the floor whenever they said they were even going to agree to do this in the first place. I was like, oh, my gosh. Anyway, yeah, we're not going anywhere off the radio dial. Just know that. 1,400, 99.3 FM, uh, 1430 up in Tulsa, and download the app. So I'll still have to yell at people for that. Quick break. It's Plank Show right here on The Ref. The Knippemeyer Chevrolet text line is checked in on the uh, BFC calls. Good night, WTH. Please, please stop Uh, from the 405, less of whoever that was. Mike from Ardmore. Wow. Interesting phone calls From the 214. This guy will probably be the first guy calling about the OU job when Patty retires. They should just laugh and hang up on him. I don't think that was related to BFC. I think that was more to Kenny Gajewski. And, Kelly, dear Lord, I hope to God I wasn't that hostile about Gajewski. I just think he needs to behave like a head coach and take the high road. I agree. I'm, I'm all for rivalry banter. I really truly am. I think it's what part of what makes college football, college sports great. But I think there is that level to where let your fans handle that and you just kind of sit back and say all the right things. You don't want anything like this coming back on you. But also the same vein, some might look at it and say, good, you're going to stand up. You want people to be there. I'm sure Oklahoma State fans feel that way, and they should. All right, we got a break. When we come back, uh, owe you some offensive line talk next on The Ref.